of what you're actually doing is, you know, it's good. And so I'm trying to, you know, I want to give the spicy information that nobody knows about me. So people that do know me that want to know some spicy stuff about me or stuff they haven't known before, they, you know, they can find that here. Hey, I made a song, a country song. You did what? Yeah, I made a country song. About? It's called Rolled Up, Rolled Up, Put a Dip In by Nathan Carhu. And it's gas. I'm not capping. Welcome back to the Weekly Struggle Podcast. It is a beautiful day for podcasting. I'm, of course, your host, Caden Henninger, and today I got a very special guest, Nathan Carhu. A lot of you probably know who he is. He is a YouTube entrepreneur. Nathan? Yeah, yeah, you can say that. Yeah. How's it going, man? It's going good, man. How are you doing? Oh, just uh, living life, trying yeah. to uh, do this podcast, hopefully help some people. And Right on, dude. Yeah. But yeah, it's been a while. Been yeah, a dude, it's been, it's, been, it's been a minute. It's it been has. a fat minute. It has been a been a fat minute. Hold on, I gotta get my notes back out. No, you're good. So, so anyway, a lot of people do know who you are, but a little bit. Yeah. So you are making lots of YouTube videos. So, what I guess what got you into it? Like, obviously you were younger. Um. Yeah. So. I've been doing like making YouTube videos for like a really long time. Um, I'd say the thing that got me into it was just watching YouTube videos and then realizing that I could make videos on my own. Um, and yeah, I would just pick up whatever camera I had at the time. I think I had like a really shitty old camera that was like, was my brother's maybe. I don't even know. I'd try to use that. Um, would take my mom's iPhone. That's when I really started making videos is when I got my own iPhone, the iPhone 3GS oh, or the yeah. iPhone 3G. Oh yeah. I remember it was like a galaxy in your hand. I was so blown away with what it was. It was just insane. I remember the first time I ever seeing an iPhone, it was like unbelievable technology to me. Um, but yeah, no, I just would w- like watch videos on how to edit and I would just film myself and try to make, make videos. And it was mostly like, just like skateboarding or, filming my brother who didn't want to be filmed or, you know, something like that. Just random stuff that I could come up with at the time. Yeah. And then we had those little, uh, those little handle things. Oh it's, dude, the gimbals. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, nobody knows, but yeah, we go way back. Uh, me and Caden, I've known you since, dude, I, I want to say I was like, we were pretty young, 13, 12, yeah, we were, 13. Yeah, we, were, we were probably like yeah, 13. It's, it's like skate park days. We used to go to the skate park and hang out, hang out at the skate park. That's like our friend group. It was like the skate park kids. And, uh, yeah, just ride scooters, skateboards, bikes, and, yeah, we go way back. Dude. And we'd cruise around Maple Valley days at Lake Wilderness Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember going on uh, vacation uh, boating and uh, the stand-up jet skis with your family. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, those, those are good times. Those are, like, core memories, you core know. Core memories, and then, you know, the dog. Oh, my... oh, buddy. Rest in peace, buddy, by the yeah, way. Yeah, rest in peace, buddy. He's a great dog. Rode that damn stand-up jet ski for like 40 minutes because they wanted to go to this cool beach far, far away. And I rode that stand-up and I, it was like, by the oh. time I got there, it was falling out of me. <laughs> and so I ran up and over the hill, took this massive foot long. And then like, I remember, however, it was like a half hour to an hour later, we're like, where's Buddy? And he comes running back and Buddy is a, Buddy's this puggle that's like, you know, yay big. He looks like a, he looked like a Twinkie. Puggle, pug beagle, you know, oh, and he comes running back 
And then he starts like, he gets all up on my dad. And my dad's like, what the hell is going on? You smell like shit. And then he's like, he ate Caden's shit. His dog ate his own shit. Yeah. He shit on the ground outside because we were camping. We we're in the middle of nowhere. And then his dog ate his shit. That was a, my dad ah, was, core memories. My dad took him into the lake and was like, <laughs> <laughs> like douching his mouth out. Yeah, dude. But yeah, we, oh. we did, we did a lot of, we did a lot of cool, crazy stuff back in the day. And then, you know, we kind of grew, grew apart, grew up. Did our own thing. Yeah, dude. I did. You just like, uh, we both kind of disappeared on each other. I still have you on like Snapchat, other social media, but it was like one of those things where we're just like, we just keep up on each other's stuff over social media. Yeah, no, I feel like I, I yeah, hey, I know what Caden's up to, but you know, he, you got like, you have kids now. I, yeah. you know, I'm, 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 I'm doing my own thing. Got my own little, little click of people I hang out with and that's pretty much it. That's just like how it's been. But yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip. Cause I haven't seen Caden like, dude. It's long been a long time. Before long time. Yeah, before Piper was born, she's almost five. That's it's ins- crazy. That's insane, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's a trip. So I mean I already kinda knew I already knew what got you into making YouTube videos. I just kinda wanted to hear yeah, it. Yeah, we used to hear we, it from you. We used to make videos together. In fact, uh I, I still on his YouTube channel, we haven't watched we saw that it was still there, but there's a, a video of us prank calling hookers. Yeah. Oh man. The yeah. good old back page uh prank calling. We used to we were mimicking uh, Mr. Technical Difficult, Kyle Lockala, this YouTuber. He was from Maple Valley, uh, same place we were from. And uh, yeah, we just loved his videos. would binge watch every single one. We were obsessed with this guy. And uh, we'd replicate his videos. So we tried to prank call hookers on Backpage. And uh, oh, dude, remember the time where we had a hooker show up? Oh, I didn't yeah. think it was a real thing. I didn't, like I was like oh dude they, they, like this is a sting operation the whole time I thought we were gonna get like narked like cops were gonna get arrested us. yeah I thought we we're gonna get arrested for like soliciting or something uh, but yeah dude we prank called one and then one pulled up and uh, we sent her to the neighbor's house yeah they go we had her go knock on the door and oh, we were just yeah. like we were like little scooter kids skateboard kids so we like went out we had like a ramp set up we were just acting normal but we were watching her little did she know it was us that called her we like tried to deepen our voice and stuff. Yeah, and she we never. Had, like, we were like, talk, we had, you know, little voices, and then we yeah. like try to deepen them down. <laughs> try to be real deep. She, she never once asked us how old we were, oh, and you didn't. were like, um, "Can would you be interested in um, wearing a a Pokemon costume?" And I'll we'll be wearing them as well. Yeah, and dude. she said yes. Yeah, so. she was about it. She didn't ask the age or nothing, bro. No, she was about her bag. Yes. She didn't care. She, she didn't care at all. The bag. Yeah, no. Is it okay to call them hookers or is it like, is that like, uh, cause nowadays if you say anything, um, that could, um, potentially offend somebody, then somebody that isn't offended by it will feel the need to be oppressed for somebody else and stand up for an, a person that doesn't give a shit initially. And that's what we call cancel culture. I don't know. So it's, hookers. can we get canceled? Can we, hooker? Is that bad to say hooker or can we like, is that okay? I don't know. Let us know in the comments. Yeah. Is a hooker. Is okay. A, yeah. Or is it just a sex worker? Prostitute. But like a sex hooker, worker is just like worker. someone's girlfriend that has like an OnlyFans where like everyone's, the guy's like the boyfriend, their friends like just subscribe to it. Yeah. Because that's the majority of like, like what, like, or just yeah, be like, like a disgusting girl that's like emo and has no subscribers. And it's just like $4 to see my butthole on OnlyFans. And they have a 50% off sale every month. So it's all time. No, but it's, but it's a limited time. Oh yeah. You know, it's like the same thing when like Nelk drops merch and they're like, oh, it's a limited quantity. Little does everyone know it's fucking print on demand so that every single time that you order something, it gets created and shipped to you and there's no limited nothing. 
they could sell as many units as they can, but they're going to portray it like to their followers that it's like, like it's limited stock. Yeah. It's like limited, limited stock. And like once this is done, it's like never happening again. And, but then it's, it's yeah. up forever. Maybe Nelk doesn't do that. I don't know. What do I know? But a lot of people do that. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it hundred percent. I'm going to tell my subscribers. I'm just going to lie to them and be like, yeah, there's only five in existence. And if you buy one right now, you may be able to get one. It says sold out, but if you buy one right now, it may not be sold out. And then you're going to be the only person in, in existence with the, one of those in that size. Until you're, until you're way up here and you have a show and everybody in the, the crowd has the, the same crowd show. Has the same <laughs> yeah. Step, step bro. <laughs> oh, make, dude. make four inches big again. Oh, dude. I still, I was like, I'm not even wearing my own merch. I'm like wearing somebody else's shit that somebody sent me for free. And I was just like, sick. Thank you. That's cool. Because I'll take free clothes like work on my, you know, I don't want to mess up. Also, this backdrop right now, man. Oh, yes. Yeah, I feel like I forgot about this. I I thought it would be cool. He came over to my place to do the podcast because you got like kids running around your house and stuff. Oh, yeah. I I had got a wife throwing a shoe at your head and shit. I had to record a podcast in the closet last night. Oh, dude, that's not the only thing that we've done in the closet. No. (laughs) Imagine. You guys ever heard of seven minutes in heaven? Uh, Dude, try 14. But anyway, that is a good backdrop. Yeah, no. But I mean, there is kind of a rusty. Cam, um, I cam don't. Gear I don't it. have a cam, uh, the cam cover. I was gonna get a clear cover, but that's money, and I don't like spending money. But then you would still see the rusty gear. We just don't look at it, and it's it's like a every single thing, including me. Patina. Um, there's like a five to ten foot rule that it just don't get that close. It looks good, just don't get that close. Yeah, it, you're also missing a Mazda logo. Um. Yeah. Well, it's kind of a Toyota now. And a, and a Nissan and a Ford because it has a, we have a 2JZ um, and that's that's made it up to a CD09 which is from a 350 or 370Z I think 370Z um, and then I have a Ford 75 rear end so it's like a it's like a mutt so I just the badge flew off because too much boost I mean that is a big little uh, big little no it's a big little turbo it's no it's a, a big, big turbo it's a it's a it's a big come on man you got to give me credit it's, it's a, a big, big hoss yeah it's a big hoss it's, it's about as it's bigger than my head it's not that big but it's pretty big it's pretty big it, and and in in the engine bay of a miata it just looks insane it is stuffed it takes up the whole entire thing yeah it's a big black turbo and a small tiny asian uh miata yeah yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's the corniest shit i said that in a video one time and i was like it was funny at the time but then like sometimes i'm a i'm my biggest critic sometimes i'll look back and i'll watch a video that i created and i was like dude i'm a fucking idiot yeah i'm a fucking idiot what was i thinking and that happens you know and that's a part of like being a human is like we do stupid shit and then we try to learn from it and i try to not be cringy but it's like all that happens a lot yeah um there's some people that just have like a dry sense of humor they don't understand like comedy and then there's people where they're like are pretty uh com- comedically inclined that's a word is that a word it is now. is that a word now now it is all right yeah that's good we'll have to tell matt rife comedically inclined i wish i said that in a video comedically just like, that's a, that's one thing i wish i said in a video because then i would have slapped it on a fucking t-shirt when i'm dropping merch which is coming soon it's coming soon hopefully. well now you can because you just thought about it. In a podcast, though, I got, it's got to be my own video. It's got to be genuine. Like, the whole thing. I like merchandise from YouTubers. Shit that I'll actually buy is when somebody comes up with a really funny inside joke. Like, like a lot of YouTubers that I watch, it'll be like an inside joke that's, like, just 
from their videos and I'll buy it just because it's like an inside joke from that video. So that if I was to be wearing the shirt and somebody else watches them, we can bond over that. Right. We can touch tips over that. Yeah. That I was a little yeah. waiting for your reaction. <laughs> you looked like I saw, did you lick your lips? I thought I, I might've, I don't know. All I hear is like ASMR. Like, you know, Oh bro, the worst fucking thing ever. The TikTok girls or what? Anyone that does ASMR where they're just like, I want to ASMR. I want a, a fist fucking smashing into your face. I want that ASMR. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Stop popping up. And now because we're talking about it, mm, ice cream. No, no, not no, dude. No, that's a whole different spiel. They're getting their bag. What is it? The AI trend? Yes. I try to get my girlfriend to do it. I'm not going to lie. I'm like, babe. You're not doing OnlyFans. She didn't want to do OnlyFans. I would never, like, no, 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 no. I could never, like. Nah. I, people call me misogynistic or something. If I said I would never date a girl that, like, does OnlyFans, um, I wouldn't. And it's just, I think that that's, like, I don't know. I think it's, like, sacred, you know? I think your, your, your woman's body's sacred, and I think she should take pride in that, you know? In, I don't know. Women and men are different. And uh, I think that I would just, my personal preference is I wouldn't date a girl that has an OnlyFans. So, so YouTube, right? Yeah. So you're insane YouTube guy over here. Oh, big YouTube guy. Shut your shit. Oh, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I like YouTube. Damn, son. Oh, in my belly. It feels good to do ad libs. I feel like a fucking idiot, but it's fun. Yeah, no, for that's sure. That's like my whole YouTube channel. So about YouTube, yeah, that's pretty much, that sums it up. What was your question though? Um, so you've been doing YouTube for how long now? Well, well, actually, okay. So that would be like 10 years. I'll but make let's, it. let's go back to like when you really started putting your work into it. Oh, that was like pretty recent. Um, so, okay. About two years ago, uh, I had the realization that I'm only getting older and it's only going to get harder and harder to be able to have success with YouTube. So I tried really hard. <clears throat> I tried really hard with YouTube for many, many months. And I invested every single dollar that I had into what I thought would, you know, yield me some success on YouTube. But I just think that it's like, you know, you want to be known for you. I think that everyone has a different outlook on, you know, or a different goal or, uh, everyone's trying to do a different thing for the most part, except for like people like Balin Levine, um, that are just like direct copies and like ripoffs of Danny Duncan. And like, I'm kind of one of those, but I, I've known Danny for a fat minute. So it's, and I've been making yeah. videos kind of like this for a minute. That's all right. I already went over that. I already went over that on my channel, how I feel about my own content and everything like that. But right. Yeah. So, um, so you blew, you kind of, your stuff started to blow up. So I guess how, how has YouTube changed your, your life? And if so, how, um, well, so I, I like, man, that's a trip to think about. Actually, it's weird because my life has completely changed. It's, it's like, uh, day to day life is just so different. And because it used to be, you know, like how I made my money was different. You know, I, now it's like, I, I need to post a YouTube video to pay my bills. And then additionally, it's like, dude, I fucking love filming these videos. Oh, it's yeah. so fun. I'm having a blast with all my friends. So it's just like, now that this is like my job, man, I haven't been selling any merch. Like, I, like, I mean, I sell merch, you know, people buy it still, but it's nothing substantial. Like it's nothing crazy. Like, you know, I'll make a few grand here and there, whatever. Um, 
I don't even try to promote it because old stuff. But just off of Google AdSense, like I'm able to support myself and my girl. So, um, and be able to have like money to, you know, like this stupid shit. And film, film videos and like most, like you've told me most of your YouTube earnings that all goes into making other videos. Yeah, no. So, I mean, I pay my bills. Um, like that's the first thing I, I like, you know, for the place that I, I live here, like my house, I, I pay for my bills and you know, the bare, the basics, the necessities. And then everything else is just like, yeah, goes back into the videos. And, um, if it's not going directly back into the videos, it's like car related. Like I'll spend, I'm a car guy, so I'll spend all my money on my cars. So that's been like pretty much like a drug addiction, just throwing money into pile of shit cars and for yeah performance it's uh it's break fix rinse repeat yeah no 100 percent. and you know i yeah it's expensive it's i feel like a lot of the times like people are like damn this guy's a fucking idiot and then but i love I, watching this yeah but i hope people kind of like me too yeah i kind of i hope people like me yeah that, no i'm sure the idea that people watch my stuff and and and, and enjoy it that that's awesome and and but also it's it's nice to be liked you know right uh, people i like it a lot of hate and stuff um i'm getting a lot better at ignoring the hate and getting better at just being able to see the good things because what happens is it gets to your head dude you start getting so much positive feedback that when you see one negative thing you see a thousand positive comments and this is like cliche i feel i heard somebody say this before but it's true you see a thousand good comments it just takes one bad one just one bad comment. That's the only comment you care about. Somebody could tell you that your video saved their fucking life. And you just see that one bad comment and it ruins your day. Not really, but, but in theory, you know, just, I got a lot better at that though. A lot better at being able to kind of, you know, I look at people's criticism and I try to take it with like a grain of salt. If it's like real negative and they're just like a miserable piece of shit themselves trying to feel better about themselves. You can tell when they're just like a hater. And then there's people that are trying to critique you and like, you know, tell you like, Hey, this is not cool. Or, you know, you got to be able to read everything and be able to, um, not get too offended, but the appreciation for the positive feedback has been like recently I've just realized like how much it means to me. So it's something I've been getting better with as far as just ignoring the bullshit, listening to the people that are trying to kind of critique because I have valid points sometimes. And then, uh, the positive stuff, it just, it like means the world to me, honestly. But like, one thing that I've told other people in other episodes or whatnot, no matter what you do, there's always going to be somebody that loves you for it. And there's always going to be somebody that hates you for it, no matter yeah. what it is you're doing. No, that's, that's true. If you're, if you're doing something worthwhile, you're going to have a lot of people trying to bring you down. You're going to have a ridiculous amount of people that are not going to agree with what you're doing, that aren't going to believe in you, that are going to think it's bullshit. And they're, they're not going to, they're not going to shy away from making it, making it known they, they feel that way. And a lot of the time it's like, just because you're doing something, uh, that, that they're not doing. Sometimes they wish they could do what you're doing. Not always. Sometimes your shit just sucks and people are hating on you. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But good yeah. point. But that's when it, where, where the criticism aspect of what I just talked about, uh, comes into play. You know, sometimes you do need to take criticism and, um, apply it. Right. Cause I mean, you can't, you can't sit there and be like stubborn about everything. You know, it's good to take criticism, um, and, and be able to apply it when necessary. Cause there's times where I notice that I'm like, okay, what I'm doing is fucking stupid. Like this is fucking dumb and I shouldn't be doing this. 
there's time like throughout my video making career so far um there's been a lot of times where i'm like you know what what the fuck was i like what am i thinking like this is stupid I, I, I should like the people that are like, you should do this and shouldn't do that. I'm like, you know what? These people have some, there's some merit. There's some merit to what they're saying. And, um, that's time where criticism is necessary. You can't be, um, you can't be too stubborn or have too big of an ego or not pay attention. It's good to listen to your audience every now and then, especially when it comes to more important stuff. Oh yeah. When you see it, you know what you need to change. You know. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can completely relate with that. Like, uh, like there's been a lot of instances that like I look to like Dana, my brother-in-law for advice. Dana's a solid dude though. Yeah. Like, like, like solid dude. Ever since I've known him, he's like a solid, solid dude. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I haven't uh, seen him forever. But I know. Miss that dude. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of times I even said it in my speech at the, the wedding, but there's a lot of times that he, I looked at him for advice and then he'd give me that advice and tell me like what he would do. And I'd be like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I'd go do the complete opposite. Oh, hundred percent. And yeah, I did that so many times to where it was like, yeah, me with my brothers too. He's like, I'm not going to give you advice. Yeah. My brothers would tell me like, Hey, chill out with this. Don't do that. And then what do I do? Go full throttle with the thing they told me not to do. And it's because, you know, sometimes just things get to your head. And a lot of the time in life, um, you, we need to take our own direction and ignore advice and go with our own, uh, intuition or desire to figure out what the reality is for us. It's all subjective, right? Somebody could give us advice and then um, it's the worst advice when applied in our life. But to them, it makes complete sense. Oh yeah. Because that's the vision that they see for us. That's the thing. Life is a trip. Everything is like subjective, like our own subjective reality. I always wonder like, is it like if, if we, if, if I pinch you or like, like if you were to be take completely like just your perception, like you are in my conscious mind, would you feel like, would it feel the same as how your body and your perception of life understanding, like, would it be the same, same with me, like vice versa? Like, those are things that I wonder. I'm like, what would it be like to actually be somebody else, have like your mind running, but then I have my mind to uh, comprehend and understand the differences. So I'm still myself, but I get to actually be inside your mind. I made that way too fucking complicated for no good reason. That was pretty trippy. My mind's like that 24-7, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like about a lot of stuff. Yeah. People think I'm an idiot. I am, but just I'm an overthinker. Yeah. No, I... I I'm not dude, I'm not actually an idiot. I I overthink things that, a lot. I'm not that... that I'm a little... I'm a little bit. Yeah, I'm kind of... Still idiot. kind of fucking... Um, but anyway, so how often, how often do you get recognized like in public from dude, people? Dude, it's actually insane, and I feel corny mentioning anything to where I... I'm not trying to sound cool. Like, I always want to be humble. I don't want to be like, oh, I'm, I now that I have attention, like, I'm too good for people or anything like that. So, just saying, like, when I say stuff like this, it feels corny. But, I, like, every day now, every single day, multiple times a day, especially if I, anything, uh, where there's car people at all, like, when I go boating or something, there's usually people on ski, jet skis or a boat or pretty much everywhere I go now. I'll get recognized. It's like all over the place. People I just, I would have no idea they watch my YouTube videos. 50 year old dude came up to me and was like talking about how he binge watches all my videos, how his kids watch them and all this stuff. And I'm blown away. I'm blown away. But yeah, no, it's a trip like every single day now. And it's not just like people that are like 
they're like, you're the guy. Cause that would happen. That happens to me fucking always. It's always happened to me ever since I started like, get, you know, blowing up on Instagram, like reels and YouTube shorts before I even made, like actually went hard with YouTube or harder, whatever. There are just people, you're the guy with the, the white truck or the, you're the guy with the, the Evo or you're the guy with the thing. They didn't know who the fuck I was, but now it's cool because they actually watch or like fans of my videos or at least enjoy my videos. I, I don't really like fan is like weird to me. They're like, Oh, Hey Nathan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're like, I know who I am, know how to pronounce my fucking last name. That's how I know you watch my videos. If you know how to pronounce, if you can say car, who people say Karu, they don't know how to pronounce it. It's a weird Finnish last name, but yeah, no, it's, it's a trip every day now. Every single day. There's not a day that went by when, when I'm out and about. When I'm out and about. Obviously, if I'm at home or, uh, you know, like secluded, I'm not going to see anybody. Right. But when I'm in public every single day. But so I kind of want to circle back to what you said, how you, uh, you don't want to come off as the guy that feels like he's too good for people. I mean, if you watch your videos, it kind of proves proves that, that you're, you're not like that at all because you're getting sworn by all these people in some of these videos. And you're like bringing them into the videos and like interacting yeah, well, with them and treating them like they're normal people and they're treating you like you're a normal person. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, like for me, like I have a great appreciation for people that support me. Like, it, it, like you don't even have to say anything to me. Like you just, you don't even have to click like on the video. You don't have to comment. Just people that watch and enjoy, like that's like, that's big to me. I, I, like, I like that. When people know who I am, come up to me, it means world to me. Um, I am, I'm like, I want you in the video. I want you around, you know? Um, like when there's a lot of people around, uh, in multiple, you know, instances, instances, multiple instances. The, here's on my lisp coming out when I say shit like that, but multiple times when <laughs> I struggle with that word too. <laughs> yeah. Multiple times, borderline lisp disorder where you don't have a lisp, but then when you think about it, you do. Yeah. Um, so multiple times, multiple times when there's like a bunch of people around, like, um, sometimes randomly I just throw people in the video because they're like interesting or, um, if it's good for the video, it's good for the video. And then additionally too, it's like, I want to show appreciation. I like, I love the idea of that. Like if somebody comes up to me, I'm warm and well welcoming and I'm like the same as I am in the videos. I like, I really care about being genuine. Like that's something like not, not having to like act a certain way. And don't get me wrong, like, you know, we, we hype it up a little bit on my YouTube channel. We have fun, you know. There's sometimes a little bit of a character that comes out. Um, but for the most part, I just think it'd be really cool that if I met a YouTuber that I like, um, you know, that they're like like they are in the video pretty much. They're chill. They're nice. They're just like welcoming, inviting. That's like a really good feeling. It feels like shit. And in fact, I'll tell you a story. Uh, I was in L.A. at a house party, and there was this guy, he's like Ben something, I can't remember. Uh, he does like, he did like reality TV show behind the scenes and was like getting sued by them. And he does like a bunch of like uh, parkour kind of stuff on like the, what is that? That, that line that they oh, like jump on. Yeah, you know what I'm sure. talking about? I don't know what it's called, but he, he, you know, he's I like, a, what those are. he's like a stunt man kind of, he could do like parkour kind of things and a, t a tight rope or whatever. I think is what it's yeah, called, but it's like the strap clothesline. I don't know. I forget. Yeah, anyways, whatever the fuck that is, he did that, and um, yeah, no, I really liked his videos. I watched his every single one, and I was a big fan. I was at an L.A. party that we, like, snuck into, or we, like, knew somebody that knew someone, and, like, barely got in, because, you know, I'm not, like, at this point, had no following, and still to this day, I probably would fucking struggle to get into any, like, exclusive L.A. party, um, but yeah, no, I was in there, and I recognized him, and I was, like, blown away. I was like, 
oh, I can't fanboy him, you know? That'll be annoying because we're at a party. Right. But I go up to him and I'm like, hey, man, thanks for blessing my feed. And he's like, huh? And I'm like, I was like, your content, man, it's, it's amazing. I was like, I was like uh, you know, keep, keep it up or something like that. And he just like was like, huh? Like sh- completely disregarded me. Just like, and I f- it felt so bad. Like it felt awful. It was like the, one of the worst fucking feelings, to be honest with you, because I'm so, I like love this dude. I love his content. Like I, I really like enjoy it. Like I'm a fan. I'm a huge fan. And I wasn't trying to be overbearing or annoying or anything. I made it sure he was like alone, not, you know, he's like doing his own thing for a second. I came up to him and it was like, that's the response I get. Like, I'm a big fan of your, I enjoy and support your videos. And he just treated me like shit. Like I felt awful. And it was like, ever since that, I realized I'm like, damn, a lot of these people are piles of shit, like narcissists. They're, they don't care about what one person thinks. Cause in his mind, I, I could be totally wrong. He could have been fucked up out of his mind. And just like, he was maybe not trying to be a dick. Maybe he didn't even understand what I was saying. Maybe he's, I don't know, who knows. But how I perceived it is this guy's a fucking asshole. And it felt really bad to support somebody and really care about their well-being. Like, I'm a fan, bro. And just get disregarded and treated like I'm trash. Right. I mean, that goes the same way with a lot of actors, too. Yeah, no, a lot of actors and, that come um, off as really nice people, but they're just jackasses. Yeah, and for me, it's kind of hard to comprehend the number of subscribers. I'm not trying to sound like I'm big time. I hate, like, talking. Like I'll get used to talking like this over t- time, you know? Um, but I'm at a t- tipping point with my YouTube career to where it's like, we don't know yet. We don't know. I know, but we, don't, we still don't know. Um, but it's like, I don't want somebody to come up to me and ever feel like that. I don't want anyone to ever... I want people to feel good because of what I do and, and interactions with me. And like, and it really boils down to daily, daily wins. Like every single day when I wake up in the morning, um, make some breakfast, maybe, you know, uh, you know, spend time with my, my girlfriend, pet my cat, you know, have a little bit of leisure time and then, and then get to work. Like, but those little wins in between, you know, my, my work life and the things that I have to do, those are, are like my wins. And I don't know where the fuck I was going with this. I promise it was something that was like, it's supposed to be like important, but I completely forgot what I was saying. So we'll just continue. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how often do you get people that try to like recreate your content and be a, be a copycat? Um, anyone listening to this, fucking don't. Just fucking don't. And my, my biggest piece of advice um, is if you're going to try to replicate anything that I do, you need to do it safely, which I... <laughs> Private property with permission. Ideally, uh, somebody you know, their property. <clears throat> get all, get everything legit, legal. Anyone that is around have, you know, safety waivers. Uh, it's a big liability and you should never, ever, ever, ever go out and try to recreate the things that I've done on any sort of um, public property, like any sort of public roadway. This shit does not belong on a public roadway. You shouldn't be doing this kind of stuff um, because even if you're like me and you have driver mod, there's too many variables. There's too much things that can happen. There's legal things that can happen to you. Um, you could you could seriously hurt somebody or yourself, um, and you could even end up killing somebody doing some stupid shit for a video or just for fun, and then you have to live the rest of your life, not only fucking destroy your life, but t- taking somebody else's and live with the repercussions and the biggest repercussion the one that will stick with you forever is the guilt just because you wanted to have fun. So when it comes to recreating anything that I've produced, just like, uh, just be safe. Like, like ideally, um, I'd recommend just not, 
to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I think, point. I think a lot of the time, like when I'm filming a video, I get, sometimes you get carried away. Sometimes, uh, things appear crazier than how they actually are. Um, you know, at the end of the day, just don't try to recreate the things that I do. But if you are going to, I can't stop anyone. Um, do it in a, in a, in a safe setting and, uh, take the safety precautions because like life is fragile. Like both, both me and him, you know, we both just like the four, four people passed away. Um, I knew two of them, you know, not super well, uh, but grew up with them, you know, knew them like they're friends and, and they're just having fun, you know? And, uh, yeah, it wasn't supposed to be like that. They're gone now. So it's, that was kind of an eye opener for me as well. Like that's like a trip for sure. Any life can be taken away in just a blink of an eye. Oh, bro. You never know when it's going to be your last day on above ground you yeah know? no it's fucking so, crazy yeah it's crazy bro yeah so anyway but switch gears a little bit yeah uh, <laughs> i mean i try to ask every every guest i have uh even though i haven't had that many episodes but uh want to like to ask people what their what their weekly struggles what their weekly struggles are and you know the struggles you face in your day-to-day <clears> life um, oh, okay. You know what? I'm going to give you this one. Uh, this is probably like, you know, when people come to a podcast, they want to know some information that nobody knows. So I'm going to give you something. Give them the dirt. Yeah. I was going to wait on this one. Cause it's, uh, you know, there's a vulnerable thing for me to do. Um, but I, I think it's, it's okay. I'm down to, uh, you know, I, I think that if people see that I'm like a regular person that has problems too, cause I don't really show like my personal side in that area. Uh, but yeah, every single day, uh, every single day when I wake up, I'm freaking out. Like the second I I wake up, uh, I'm just like, nothing feels real. And, uh, it's called derealization, depersonalization. Then I have like generalized anxiety. I have panic disorder and I have like, uh, I'm like a hypochondriac. So I have like health anxiety, but yeah, pretty much what it's like is, you know, (laughs) I'll wake up in the morning. I wake up in the morning and I just, I, I don't know what existence is. It's not, it's not like a deep, like emotional thing. It's more of just like, I don't comprehend what existence is like, like what is this skin and flesh? What is this existence? What is energy? Like I can't comprehend existence. Like it, none of it makes sense. It's not even a religious thing. It, it, it comes to that, but I just feel disconnected from reality. And then when I do kind of reconnect with reality, I'm tripped out about what reality is existing is like terrifying for me. And, uh, I hate, I hate that we know our fate and, uh, I think life is, I I think that existing is honestly the most beautiful, but also the most, the, the most beautiful and enjoyable, but the most terrifying and fucked up thing ever (laughs) that we know our own fate. And it's something that I obsess over and I hate that I obsess over it. I constantly think about, uh, like death, um, sometimes in a powerful way, in a positive way, but sometimes in a very uh, depressing, uh, sad way. Not, 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 not like, not that I'm like depressed, but just that it's so sad and it's terrifying that we're just gonna die and we don't really know what's gonna happen. And I, I envy people that are like really religious and and have our firm believer in a, in a God, because for me, I just I haven't necessarily I don't think I've found that yet. I'd say that like I, I'm a little bit more like Christian than anything, but I can't claim I'm like a like a Christian because I'm like I'd be like a fraud for saying that because, oh shit man, I only pray when 
I'm down bad. I don't, I don't pray when everything's going good. I don't, you know, I, I don't know if I believe in God. So I can't sit here and say that I, I am, but I'm open-minded to it. But anyways, the, the real struggle for me has been like my anxiety, uh, reprogramming my subconscious mind. Like I've had anxiety, like nobody know, knew this really, that I have like crippling anxiety that every single day of my life is like, you know, it's a battle. It's a battle and it's a trip too, because it's like, so it's internalized. It's like, it's within you. So, you know, I'm, I, I was having anxiety like multiple times, like feeling like I'm about to have a panic attack for no reason. I get a physical sensation. Like I just got a pain in my chest. Nothing's wrong with me, by the way. I got cleared by a cardiologist. I got cleared by many multiple doctors. Nothing's wrong with me, but for some reason, my subconscious mind, it just it keeps thinking something's wrong. And then I freak out. I'll, I'll have a day where I have no anxiety. And then I just my, I get this physical symptoms of anxiety, which is like chest pain, shortness of breath, uh, vision does weird shit, all sorts of fucked up weird shit that doesn't make sense, but it'll just happen. And I'm like, I don't understand. You know, I, I've gone to the ER a million times and it's gotten to a point within the last few months where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to over, overcome my anxiety. And then boom, like a fucking freight train, it comes back and it hits you, blindsides you. And it's like a panic attack all day long. Yeah, man. Sometimes I get, I get episodes of panic attacks where it's like, sometimes it's 10 minutes. Sometimes it's one minute. Sometimes it's hours. Sometimes it's days. I've had many weeks, many, many weeks of on and off weeks, months. And uh, yeah, I have had months where I'm in a panic attack for months. It doesn't go away. It does not go away. I've never known anyone that's had it like, like that before. I'm sure it exists. I'm not saying I'm the only one. But uh, it's like I'm freaking the fuck out just for no reason. And, and the biggest thing is like I don't understand why. So, so for me, my biggest struggle, like the, your podcast is called the, the, the weekly struggle, right? Right. And uh, so my weekly struggle um, has been mostly is just like overcoming, um, trying to work on my anxiety. Derealization, depersonalization, something that comes and goes. It, it's freaky as fuck. It feels like I'm watching myself in third person. Um, I w- the things that I'm working on is trying to overcome my, uh, it's not even a fear of death. It's just, it's not, I don't want to die, but I don't want to exist. I don't know what freaks me out more, existing for all eternity in heaven or hell or being dead for all eternity. And my, I, my brain hits a brick wall and I can't stop obsessing over it. And that's one of the anxieties that I have. Then I have my health anxiety. Then I have just the panic attacks where it's a mix of fucking everything. And then I have just like regular stress, which I like envy the fuck out of people that can just have stress and they get like a back, their back hurts because they're so stressed, but they don't have panic attacks. I'll trade you my boy or the people that are so, so they're like a golden retriever and they're like simple in their mind. No offense to anyone that's like this, but they're like, it's almost like they don't know their fate. They don't know. They don't question anything. They don't think about the universe. They don't think about e- e- the word eternity, the, the, what, the actual meaning. They just think of forever as this human experience. And they don't really think about dying, and it doesn't really freak them out. They just know it's going to happen. They're chill with it. For me, I can't accept it. And also, on the other end of not being able to accept death, I don't, wanna, I don't know if I want to live forever. Like, and right now, every single – it's like my adrenal glands are just busted open thinking about it, just talking about it right now. Like I can feel my heart rate increasing right now. My mind is like screaming pretty much trying to like, distra- I'm like trying to think of something else. 
it's like my mind hits a brick wall and it's like beyond comprehension the emotion that I feel thinking about that shit. So that's one of the things. Um, but aside from like anxiety and stuff, my life's great. I'm blessed. I have, I have amazing friends. I'm doing what I, I literally like what I love for a living. Um, like I'm very, I'm very fortunate. Like my, both my parents are still alive. You know, I, I, I got, I got my family the majority, you know, the majority of my family's still there and fucking dude, I'm young. I'm healthy. Even if my subconscious mind doesn't think I am, I yeah. am, I am. My physical health is good. Tricks you into <clears> think you're having heart attacks. Yeah, man. And that's crazy that your mind is the most powerful thing. I had to do that too. I had to go get an EKG cause I was oh, laying dude, in bed. Dude, I've had so many EKGs and you want to know what? I've had ones come back where the doctors were freaked the fuck out, thought the machine was broken. And it was all, you want to know what it's from? My anxiety, my, my head. I was convinced of that moment when I went to the ER that time, I was having a heart attack. I'm going to die. And you know what started happening, dude? What do you think happens when your mind, you, your mind is convinced? You're convinced you're dying. You're convinced you're having a heart attack. Shit starts happening, dude. I didn't have a heart attack. But, you know, I'm having extremely irregular heartbeat. EKGs that the doctors are like, they literally did it twice. And then we're like, no way. The machine's broken. Like, you're young and healthy. Like, there's no way. And then, you know, they come back in with another machine and confirm, like, this shit is not okay. And so they kept me, did a bunch of blood work, all this stuff. And I'm like fainting. I'm like fainting, bro. My chest hurt so bad. And it was like, it wasn't just my left ventricle. It was like my heart, bro. Right here. Wow. Trippy stuff. Yeah, mine felt like it was like fluttering, beating in my chest. And then I was like... Those are heart palpitations, yeah. yeah I, I, I used to get those a lot. Before I... Before I... When I was like nine years old, I, I used to get them really bad. Yeah, and then they ended up doing an EKG. They're like, yeah, that's anxiety. Yeah. Well, the, the trippiest thing, I f wish I kind of... You know, I wish this was my introduction to my anxiety about things that people don't know about me. Is that I've had chronic panic disorder and generalized anxiety disorder since I was nine years old, eight or nine. I had my first panic attack and uh, it was because I thought I had cancer in my throat because my Adam's apple was starting to develop, develop. Oh yeah. And I thought I had cancer in my throat. And I remember waking up my parents. I think they were trying to smash and uh, they were pissed off because I w woke <laughs> up and I'm like, I have cancer in my, my neck. And, and yeah. And they're like, no, it's your Adam's apple. Like go to bed, you know? And I couldn't sleep and I had insomnia and, and I, my Mom thought I had some sort of epilepsy or thought that I was drugged, which then turned into a phobia of being drugged. I thought that somebody might have drugged me. Anything that I heard became a phobia. I got scared of going outside. I had goraphobia, which is a fear of big views, which I still have. I still have. That just like it's too deep. I can't fix that one. <laughs> I hate going on airplanes. I hate thinking about outer space. Uh, I don't like looking at the stars. Shit like that. Yeah, it's a bigger bigger picture yeah but um aside from just like weird mental stuff that like some people don't have some people do have um aside from that my life's really good the other only things that I, like i struggle with um man just just uh finding a balance finding a balance in what in, in life is really hard and um i don't know if i necessarily want one because my whole life has been roller coasters. It's been insane win, catastrophic failure. And that's kind of built me and changed me and 
that's grown me into the man that I am today. So I don't know if that I want that to change. I'd like to chill out a little though. Like <laughs> I just want to get my bag up a bit and you know, have a little bit of normalcy. Norm, no, fuck, I can't talk. Yeah, that's a word. Normalcy. Nor, yeah. Normacy. Uh, the the microphone and this thing. I'm You're normal. Like, yeah. All right, another. Here comes another. Uh, well, I'm not so big one. Uh, but what what's your what's your whole goal like with your YouTube channel? <sighs> and what do you where, mean like like oh where you saying? What's your goal? This also these these two questions kind of go together. What's your goal with your YouTube channel, and like where do you see yourself in five years? Um, like where do you want to be in five years? My goal, like my goal. So with like making YouTube videos, like my actual goal and like what like really keeps me going with it aside from like, you know, the potential of making a lot of money. Um, that's like, that's a really big one. Like I want to be successful. I want to get rich the fuck. But like, I feel like when people say that, they like get judged. No, yeah. dude, I want to get rich the fuck. What the fuck do you mean? I mean, who doesn't? Yeah. Um, but aside from getting rich, uh, and do being able to do cool, fun stuff. Um, the thing that means the most to me and like, what my goal is, that's a rough one. Uh, definitely has to be, I want to be able to provide what YouTube has provided for me. Like, I remember, like, you know, I had, like, somewhat of a rough upbringing. And uh, whenever there was just bullshit going on and shit hit the fan, per se, or I was going through something or I needed to be dis distracted, I'd pop on my favorite YouTube video, you know, favorite content. And uh, it was like when I was watching, whatever I was watching, it's just like I could shut everything else off. And it was like I was able to just forget. And just for that moment I was watching the video, just for the, at least the moment I was watching that whole video, and sometimes even a bit after, I just wasn't thinking about all the bullshit that was going on. It was like an escape for me in a way. And so I feel like for me with my YouTube channel, like I want to be able to provide that. And also I want to be able to, I don't know, man, it's kind of hard because it's like <clears throat> with my content, how it is today, um, I think it's going to change over time. And my, my goal is, is I just want to be a great entertainer. Like I, I, I want to, I don't know. I want to make people laugh, dude. It feels good feels good like right now when i smile and you smile yeah i mean that feels fucking good dude you've been doing that for your whole life no i know but the thing is it's like i i love the attention and and you know i think everything that anyone does in this existence um is self-serving because if i were to go and give like a homeless person like a burger or like money or something like that or if i were to help somebody or like whatever yes i'm doing it to help them but that's because it makes me feel good and i don't know where i'm going with this but <laughs> I have ADHD too, bro. Yeah. It's another weekly struggle is my ADHD. Yeah. It's well, you're making, you're making people feel good. And yeah. That's, that's, um, that's like, for me, that's the thing that I like really, really like. That's what uh, everything else is like, whatever. Um, but like the thing that really feels good, like my goal is to make people feel good. I want to make people feel good. I want to, and like, it's cool. And like back to the swing around to like the things where people try to recreate stuff. I've seen things that are innocent that aren't like people doing batshit crazy stuff where it's just like they're I could tell they're having fun with their friends. Like the Uber video. So many people recreated that one. So many 
people sent say, me videos of them recreating the Uber video. And it was just, it's just a blast to see people doing like, just having fun with their friends too. I want to encourage people to have fun with their friends because that's what it's all about. Yeah, when I film, like when talking to the camera, I refilm, I try not to, but I refilm shit over and over again because I'm my biggest critic. I'm like, oh, I sound stupid. I look dumb in this. And then I'm like, wait, it doesn't fucking matter. I just, as long as I'm well-spoken, it's okay. Yeah, that's what I thought I was going to do with the whole podcast because for a long time, like if I would hear myself talk like over a video or something, I'd, it would drive me nuts. Yeah, it used to be like that for me. But and, and then I started playing Call of Duty online with a buddy. Oh, yeah. And then it's like when you have the mic on. And you're just throwing out hard R's constantly and t telling people that you're smash their mom. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> there's a lot of that on Call of Duty. That's but, yeah, but yeah, so there's a, you know, the turtle beaches. So when you got the mic out and it's going, you can hear, hear your own yourself. voice in your ears just like this. Yeah. So I kind of got used to it. And then I started doing the podcast and then. Now I'm just used to it, so it doesn't bother me. Listen, I listen to every single podcast that I make. You know, on my way to work, I'll play it, and then I'll catch like, oh, there's a point where I, I was going to cut that part out. Or but... some ASMR. Look up on Wait, they don't know what that is. They don't know what well, Okapanahanawana is a, just some fucking combination of words that we just started saying in high pitch voices, and then I can't do it anymore. Well, we, but that I, was the name of the, the YouTube video was ISRSing, whatever that means. Dude, I don't even know. I don't know how that. you came up with that. But it just was a thing. I'm ISISRSing. It was just a, Sam Nettleton, one of our friends we grew up with. Um, Did he come the, up with it? It's at Seth Wickstrom's house, Sam Nettleton. These guys just, we, we, dude, we just say stupid shit. We just, oh, we're kids. We just say we all dumb did. shit. And for some reason, I just said, ISI, Sam said ISR, and I was ISISRSing. And it was just fucking hilarious. So we just kept saying it. And that was when we made went. Made no sense. Made no sense. That was the same day that we went. What did we call that? Like, so there's the light. There's the light down there. Like, on the way from the skate park to QFC, there's a light. And there's, yeah. like, the road that goes up the hill to, like, oh. Taco Bell, Maple Valley Highway. What did we call that fenced-in area where we took the go-kart and did donuts? Dude, I have no idea. I don't remember. I don't remember. I, I'll be 100% honest. You're bringing up a lot of childhood memories from when I was a kid. I don't really remember much of my childhood. I forget what we called that. We called that place something. Childhood trauma. Childhood trauma. No, but it was that fenced-in area. It was just like an abandoned property. There used to be a house on it, but it was gone. And then we went in there, and we had we had this go-kart thing that we got from somewhere. Oh, it's Quentin Sedotis. Yeah. Quint, 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 fuck, it was Quentin. Yeah, no, 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 because, yeah, yeah, it was Sounds Quentin. Right. It was Quentin. We, we always called him Quinn, but it was, uh, it was Quentin. That was his full name. And we called, yeah, it was Quinn. He had the go-kart. He was, he was weird, but we loved, we loved that homie. I mean, I hope he's doing good, man. It's weird. You just grow apart. You know, you just like lose contact with people. Who was the one that was the, the one we called the Russian guy? Which Russian guy? The Russian kid. There was a Russian kid? <laughs> Where the fuck was the Russian? Who's Russian? Was his name Nick? Nick Penchev. Wasn't he Russian? Yes. I still, <laughs> uh, yeah, I've seen him. I painted his, I painted his uh, few panels for his car on his 350Z. He has a wide body 350Z. He's Isn't he still around? Yeah, he lives in Maple Valley. He's married now. Oh. Yeah, really sweet lady too. She's, she seems nice. like really cool. She's awesome. Man, it's crazy how far we've all drifted apart. I don't even know what Tim's been doing. I've just been yeah, you, you, drifting apart and drifting, man. That was the corniest shit. <laughs> Can I take I'm that drifting, back? Dude. I got a, I got a, a driver mod. 
Yeah, you no, really that's tell, a real thing. You uh, should tell the the listeners what that is because I have no idea. Driver what it is. mod is where you're just built different. Oh, and uh, you know, don't don't think that I'm like cocky. It, it's just the ability to like drive pretty good, and um, it's this. I, I'll be 100 percent honest with you. It's really arrogant to say driver mod because to be honest, I'm not that talented of a driver. I just have balls, and. Um, you know, a lot of it is just like trial and error until I felt confident to do it in videos. It was just like a lot of practice. And, uh, yeah, that a driver mod is just, you're just kind of built there. You just got it. You know, you just, you're good on wheels. Like, like Ken Block had. Yeah. Ken Block was mod. like the ultimate driver mod. Like the person that you would trust behind the wheel if you were to rob a bank. Like that's your getaway driver. That's you want the person with driver mod, the person that's going to. I don't. I don't know. How could I give an example? Uh, the guy that can uh, pull it off. You know what I mean? He knows how to whip anything. You right. know that's the driver mod. Self-proclaimed driver mod. As I've been told, I have some driver mod. But um, yeah, just because you have driver mod doesn't mean just go on public street and do stupid shit. Don't do that. Right. Uh, right. I, I'd say refrain. Um, there's a lot of bad things that can happen. I think we are. Did we already go over that? We did. Yeah. Yeah. So just avoid that. Um, again, I'll reiterate. Definitely just keep it on private property with permission and a safe environment. And uh, use the safety, uh, safety equipment when necessary. Because the last thing you want to do is um, mess yourself up or somebody else. Genuinely. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean that when I say that. Please be safe. That's a good and one. And wear protection too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I made a song, a country song. You did what? I, yeah, I made a country song about. It's called "Rolled Up, Rolled Up, Put a Dip In" by Nathan Carhu, and it's gas. I'm not capping. <laughs> I'm not joking. It's on my SoundCloud. I, Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Look, I'm just. I'm trying to. Like, I want to add value to your podcast because I like what you're doing. And I think it's good. Appreciate that. And the thing is, like, you know, your whole thing, like, your actual, your actual goal, you know, it's compelling and it's interesting. And also, you know, there's that element to me just knowing you. Like, I'm interested in what you're doing, but then there's a part of it of what you're actually doing is, you know, it's good. And so I'm trying to, you know, I want to give the spicy information that nobody knows about me. So people that do know me that want to know some spicy stuff about me or stuff they haven't known before, they, you know, they can find that here. And that should better be in the intro. You better put that shit in the intro. Clip that right there. That's a good clip right there. For the intro, get people like, you know, on the edge of their seat. They're edging. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I'm, t I'm serious. I'm serious. I think that's good. I don't know how to do that yet. Edge? <laughs> Me either, dude. That's just weird. No. Oh. I've only done oh, I'm, episode I'm a, number eight. So I'm not really good at clipping together a bunch of stuff and put at the very beginning. Well, like I think as long. Spicy meatball. Like, okay. So with my videos. I try to like avoid the regular norm. Like everyone's going to do this style of content where it's just like the general norm. You don't have to fucking do that shit. And I promise you, I fucking promise you in a couple years from now when I'm fucking rich and I'm like, you said, where do you see yourself in five years? To be honest with you, I see myself like, like a sick house. What's property? Like it's some, like a kid. Like when I have a kid, I want to have kids, yeah, but I want to, you know, get money and start a family and like, just keep ramping it up and just do everything I can to make the best content possible. I see myself, you know, 
I see myself in a good position. And maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm a bum. Maybe I, this flops. Maybe the whole YouTube thing isn't for me. But for now, that's, I just, there's no other option. It's that or death. Right. So. I think you can do it. I know I can do it, man. You could do it if you wanted to. You'll do it. You could do it. You could do it. Hey, you motherfucker watching, you could do it. Are Anybody you going to? That's up to Will you. Will you? That's up and to And it doesn't have to be YouTube. It's anything else. It's like, you, it's just a fucking decision, bro. You know how many years? It does, it's not going to happen right away. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But it, it will. It truly will. Like, if you care about this shit enough and you just keep doing it, dude, you're going to figure it out. It might take shit, man. You might be fucking 40 years old before it happens. But you're not going to try, bro. And like circling back to my biggest downfall, like not downfall, but struggles with the anxiety and the death thing. We're going to fucking die, dude. We're going to fucking die. And regardless of a religion, religion or not, this is the one human experience that we're, we, this is the only one we know we're going to have. And I, I like it here. I like it. I don't want to go anywhere, dude. I'm down to, but like if it has to happen, it'll happen. But it's like, do I really want to just like be like, oh man, what if this doesn't work out and give up? Fuck no. I'd rather die. I'd rather die. I'd rather die than give up on the shit that I care about. 100%. It's I can't, because the thing is, it's just like life short, but dude, you got to do, you got to do what you want to do or else it's just like, what the fuck are you doing? You know? I love what I do and I'm not giving up for anything. You couldn't fuck, you fucking put a gun in my face. I'm not going to stop. That's motivation. You could, you could be a big burly buff man and kiss me on my lips and I wouldn't stop. That's like a Theo Vaughn thing to say. <laughs> that totally. Is it? Yeah. yeah. Damn it. But he hasn't ever said that. So. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. So I'm still bad. I'm in here. You could put that on a t-shirt. No, 100%. Yeah. You could be I'm not scared of a big burly man. No. Kissing me right. softly. Right on my lips. <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, I think I've asked you enough questions. Um, we'll have to do a, a part two. In, uh, let's, let's follow up on this once I've um, dealt with my damn weekly struggle. And I think it would be good to, to explain and show to the people like what tools I use to persevere, um, what, what things I did to improve or, or worsen my situation. Because we don't know what's going to happen in the near future. We really don't. We only hope and try not to have too much expectation, but have sort of like an understanding of like, hey, I might be here and I, I strive to have this happen. Pretty much, I'll tell you guys, I think this is good to kind of hold myself accountable is uh, my goal which is fucking not going to happen, but it's still my goal. Um, but it could happen. And I really want it to happen. And I tell myself every day it's going to happen. A million subscribers by the end of the year. I think I can do it. I think it's possible. I'm going to do it. You'll do it. I'm going to do it. But if I don't do it, I'll still give myself a pat on the back for getting this far. Like, what, imagine I just die. Imagine like next week. This is the last, this is the last interaction, the last video. I die tomorrow. That would be trip. That would be a good at. This would be a good podcast. I can kill myself if you want. Your shit will. Bah, bah. Mm. I can make some calls, get you some other shit lined up too. You're not gonna do anything 
like that. That's a bad joke. I'm sorry. That is I'm a s- terrible. I'm constantly saying really like not like a really insensitive shit. By the way, it's yeah. just a coping thing for me. Yeah. No. Like no. Hundred percent. Like when I just, I'm really uncomfortable, I just joke. I will smile or laugh. Like oh, I just I just yeah. I yeah. just embrace like bad stuff. Yeah. As a joke, but who knows how I actually feel? Lawnmower swapped Miata. It's not much of an upgrade from a 2JZ with a big single turbo. But um, let's do it. All right. Like right now. All right. I feel so much better. Dude, look look at the welds. Those are... the I did that myself with that Harbor Freight welder. If you guys need fabrication work, <laughs> you know I'm your guy. Look at that, dude. It's clean, huh? Those are... It's got some good flex core dimes. Look at that. I can see. No, the no, heat. it's good. Yeah, no, it's good. I can see the heat transfer on the backside of that. Oh, no, 100% like penetration. That nice. lever there. Yeah. But man, look, that's just a straight up mod. No, well, mod. I got it for my brother for free and he said it doesn't run. And I put gas in it and, and then it started. So I was like, okay, sick. And then that was broken. This like is an adjustable thing, but it was like just yeah screwed up. So I just kind of fabricated myself, and now it's better than OEM, stronger than OEM, actually. And now it's... Now it's uh, swapped into the Miata. It's adding seven and a quarter horse? 190 cc's. What's the 7.25? Horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is a good amount. So how many horses is this blueberry... I have now oh, that we the, added. Miata? Uh, so on a dyno, um, Wally tuned it. Tuned by Wally tuned it. Like, why is this name? Why is it just Wally? It's like tuned. Wally tuned? Or what? what is it? Tuned by Wally yeah, tuned. Yeah, no, no. It's tuned by Wally. But it... Yeah, no, that's a good name. No, Wally. that's good. No, that's good. Wally. No, but, uh, yeah, no. Uh, cool dude. Um, knows how to tune the hell out of a car. Um, I live in can't so that's why we get yeah. the sirens um so yeah what what how many horsey horsies uh, i made 562 wheel horsepower um on a dyno and i think it might have been like that was the calculated number i don't know how they did it apparently it, like reads light it lower because the mustang dyno so i can't remember if it was more than 562 well now it's it was at least 562 wheel i know that for sure um, and then and now made, it's 569.25. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Yes. Um, yeah. And then I made like pretty much like shoot pretty high torque. I can't remember the numbers. I think it was like five shit. It's like 500 90 torque, 500 torque, something like that. It was like pretty high torque. Um, but this thing's incredibly scary and, um, I do want to sell it because I don't want to die. Yeah. Oh dude. No one, no one that actually knows about cars is going to buy this thing. It's going to be somebody that like, I mean, the thing is, I want to get twenty grand from it, and I, that's that's really that's a that's a fair price. How is anybody that doesn't nobody has money right now? No one has money. Everyone's poor as shit. Everyone's poor as shit right now, and so no one's trying to buy a car. Um, I'm yeah. I've had I've tried to sell this a couple times, but I think it's because it's me selling it. Me selling this car is not gonna sell it. Like everyone's gonna be, like, oh, you drove it. No, I'm not good. Eh, not cool. No, thank you. That's what it's gonna be. Unless one of your fans buys it. Yeah, uh, that's happened before. My BMW, I think. 
uh, I think he, I think he watched my videos and stuff. He was casual yeah. about it, but he he knew who I was, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? I don't want to sell stuff to people I know or know me. I don't really like that, unless it's like. Well, then every time it has an issue, somebody's gonna come to me. You about yeah, it. exactly. And it's like I don't fucking know, dude. That's just like that's like too much, man. I hate working on it. That's why a big reason why I want to get rid of it is because like when I when it comes to working on it, I'm just now to the point where I know what's going on when something breaks. Before I do was like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah. And now it's kind of like, all right, well, I think I have a good understanding of what it may be because I've dealt with this three times again. Uh, yeah, cool. But then I just hate I just hate working on cars, dude. I'm over it. Um, when you have multiple project cars like the Evo, the Turbarado, this thing, um, everything else that I've had recently, it just it becomes way too much way too much putting way too much money into each car to where you're just like oh sick dude i just ugh, nice yeah nice nice yeah that's kind of why i got rid of the samurai i didn't feel like i didn't feel like screwing around with it and it i was get, moving it, it, okay i think about it like this the thing i care about the most is people around me and then it's like youtube that's it. That's like, like I got my people and my YouTube channel and that's my shit. That's like, YouTube is everything to me. It's, that's like, it, to me in my mind, it's like, it's not fair to say it's the only thing I have, but it's like the only fucking thing I have. It's a thing that like, I wake up in the morning, you know, excited for the day because of YouTube. Well, yeah, that's like your job. Then you have your people. And then this is just, these are just items. No, I don't give a flying shit about these. are replaceable. Yeah, 100%. I mean, this one's unique, though. This is like, really, it's really rare to see a 2JZ properly mounted in a Miata. It's super rare. And it actually works, too. And it's extremely terrifying. Look what we're doing right now. We're changing, we're changing lives. We're changing the world. <laughs> one pod at a time. Imagine. Yeah, brother. Oh, that's one thing I copied, uh... I say that all the time, and it's definitely because of Danny. I'll say something, and then say, "Imagine," like, because he's like my friend, and I, I like that. It's like just a good. It just works all the time. Like, you just come up with something hypothetical or say something, and then you just go like, "Imagine." It's just what you Imagine. would say after you say something hypothetical. And maybe I'm overanalyzing. That's a big problem for me. I feel like I'm copying people. I try not to. I would like if I was filming a video and I said that, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm cutting <clears> that shit out." Like that, a hundred percent. That's not. That's not. I don't care how funny that clip is. It's not going in the video. But like, yeah, no, that happens because I watch every single one of Danny's videos. Every single one. I know him enough to, be, to like, you know, hang out with him enough to like know his terminology and everything like that. And it's just something that I copy. Like, you, you copy your friends. Yeah, that is true. Like me and Matthew, dude. I'll be saying stupid shit that he says all the time, just because it's like I'm around you all the time. We're always hanging out. And we like each other, so obviously, like, I like the shit that he's saying. He likes the shit that I'm saying. We'll copy each other. It'll happen. Imagine. I need to shut the fuck up about copying people. I don't care. I need to stop caring about that. It doesn't matter. Sharing. I should just start. Sharing is caring. I should just start copying people intentionally just to get over my fear of copying people. I think that'd work. Yeah. I think it would. I think we should do that. No one fucking cares. Yeah. Neither do I anymore. I just decided. <sighs> 250k on instagram who you me no i don't have 250k i have 183 that's your goal by the end of the year oh and, and you have to buy a fox i don't know who wrote that 
on the on the on the whiteboard. <laughs> it says one million on YouTube, two hundred fifty k on IG. No more skipping the gym. Nothing illegal. And then in green, everything's in black. But then in green, it says buy a fox. I don't know who put that there. That's also no, another thing. It's just like buy a fox. Where the f- how, like? That's another reason I love my friends. It's just we're just always doing stupid random stuff like that. But anyway, I guess we're wrapping this up. Yeah, man, I get carried away with yeah. when it's your friend and it's your actual friend you're doing a yeah. podcast with. We can just go down every single rabbit hole possible. I mean, we could do a, a podcast just on rabbit holes and it could go on for hours. Yeah, we could literally just talk about rabbits too. That, we could go down the holes and about their, rabbit holes. And their holes, yeah. And their holes and their, yes, the holes going down holes. I just can't stop licking my lips thinking about rabbit holes. ASMR. You know we got a rabbit right over here somewhere in the neighborhood. There's always a rabbit definitely has some like at least one hole all right okay <laughs> um <clears throat> yeah uh, uh but anyway well man thanks for coming on the show yeah thanks for coming to my house man yeah you pulled up with uh tacos that was convenient like thank you dude i got yeah. you on those tacos though i got you i uh, i ain't worried about it i'm worried about it i got a complex i don't let people like oh. yeah it's like a complex it's fine yeah you know, I, I spend a lot more money on my girlfriend's food than anything else, so I'm not tripping. Yeah. yeah. You know how it is. You yeah. know how it is. She hungry. She. <laughs> they are. They are. Dude. They be that way. Yeah, Sometimes. no, and you're, you, sheesh. Yeah, yours is, man, you made babies. Yeah, a couple. A couple babies. All right, we got to end this shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, All right. it's getting late. All right, yeah, it is uh, almost midnight, so. Uh, I was supposed to sell a truck today. And I, we were just yeah, like, we didn't. No breaks got put on, and uh, and we've yeah we've done a podcast. So, but anyway, thanks for coming on. Yeah, dude. If anybody wants to be on the show, send us an email at the Weekly Struggle Podcast at gmail dot com, and we'll catch you guys on the next one.